Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Getting ready for the party? I'm I'm ready. Yeah. Ready. Yeah, we're having a party tonight. Almost ready, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's hosting a party for our community group leaders. That's right. Um, at the, uh, the Fowler well, Castle. Well, Michelle and I are hosting. Yeah, what'd I say? Well, Jimmy... It's not yeah. just me. No, I know, but who took whose name? Who took whose name? She didn't take Jimmy. She took, yeah, but your last name. Yeah. Her so, identity wait, is wrapped wait, up wait, in wait. you, so when I talk about you, I can, talk- I can talk about you both and just reference you. So this is the, Who's royal, the head of the household? royal we? Who's the head of the household? <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus. Jesus no, is the that, senior no, pastor. Okay, no, okay. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> So many weird things with that. No, so you guys are hosting a a, a party tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Now that you finally told me there's going to be good food, and uh, yeah, I mean the fellowship is going to be great. Okay, yeah. Listen, I will be either in the kitchen or the bathroom. You know that's where I'll be. Mm. I will be in the kitchen or the bathroom. I'll be eating away from everybody else mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. sink or the garbage can, and then I will be in the bathroom hiding. That's what I'll be doing. Nobody wants to see. I'm going to try to make it as awkward as possible for you. That 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 doesn't surprise me. I think I'm yeah. just going to keep bringing up uh, Joe, Pastor Joe. Yeah. Hey, why don't we all gather around and all... it, tell <laughs> Pastor Joe why we were so appreciative of him? <laughs> I would. Let, I let, would leave. Let us all. Let, like, let, I'm out. Let us all share with Pastor Joe one thing that we really appreciate about his preaching ministry, <laughs> and maybe let's give him some constructive feedback <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on, his, on his preaching, his leadership. Let's, oh, why don't we yeah. all sit down, Joe? Yeah, hey, hold on. Wait. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and grab this chair. Joe, why don't you sit in the middle? Yeah, here we go. We can all, <laughs> all lay hands on Joe. Let's all lay hands pray and, for and pray for him. Yeah, you. I better have a demon if you're doing that sort of thing, man. I don't, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. That oh. would be brutal. That would be brutal. I mean, I'm really, really excited um, because. For the ribs. I, pretty much everyone's coming. Nice. I think there's oh, a, uh, is Pastor Brian coming? Uh, no, no. Um, it's uh, free CG leaders. That's oh, why CG leaders. Right, right, right. So I think the only ones that can't make it because they're out of town is uh, Jeff, Jeff and Deanna. Oh, okay, that's right. They're still going. Yeah, but everybody else. Nice big big party. Big party. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. I I, I didn't yeah. get one. Um, yeah, I'm hoping now one I, couple's able to come. I mean, now I noticed in the invitation, mm-hmm. you know, which I read. Yeah. Um. I noticed. First of all, you didn't read no, the invitation. No, I did. I totally did. So the I noticed in the invitation mm. that uh, that guests are not asked to bring anything. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's what I just said. I know. Oh, okay. That's because I, I read it. <laughs> but I just wanted to clarify. Nope. Nope. Now, okay. You know, people have been very kind. They've been reaching out asking if they could bring anything. We've just yeah. said. No. That's why I didn't ask because I know you guys would just say no. Mm. And I read I read it, and so I knew I wasn't supposed to, anyways. I should have like assumed <laughs> in that moment because you gave me this look. I should have just been like, "Yes, Joe," and you got. Mm. And had you bring like the like, oh yeah, bring triscuits. Yeah. Oh, have we talked about triscuits lately? No, we have not talked. Oh, about we triscuits. have not seriously we, talked. We about have triscuits? not talked about triscuits lately. No. Okay, so I have been craving tr- triscuits. Are my favorite crackers. The, really? the okay. Plain. Okay. Tr- I don't want the flavor. I don't want the cracked pepper. I don't oh. want the garlic. I hate all that stuff. All plain. that stuff's amazing. No, no, no. Plain Triscuits. It's the texture, salt. Okay, I just okay, love okay. Triscuits, right? So uh, I've been craving it and for like a while. And so I went and I, I got a box and I got them home. Uh-huh. 
and it's cracked pepper. The best one, which is like, ugh, it's just it, it's 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 a it's a mild it's a, it's it's a slight flavor. It's not uh, even overpowering. No, no. no, threw it away. Don't even want it. Don't what? No, because it's horrible. I can't do it. That one's a good one. The no, garlic chive one's even no, better. No, no, no. So then I was like, all right, uh, I'm gonna go get some. So I went the next week. They were out. So then Jen's like, okay, I'm gonna get some, mm. and she didn't. So uh, I was talking to Deb. We had a Christmas party for our small group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was like. I, I, somehow we started talking about Triscuits. That's my thing. And uh, I'm like, and I get there and there's a big bowl of Triscuits. Ooh. And I was like, oh, Deb probably brought those because she heard yeah, me talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. She goes, no, no, somebody just in God's providence. Mm. Mm-hmm. I ate that whole bowl of Triscuits. Didn't even care. It's awesome. Love Triscuits. Why are we talking about Triscuits? Because I was going to make you bring some. Oh, that would be easy. I'd be all over that. You, you know, apparently it's not easy because you couldn't get the right one. Okay, that was a mistake. Your wife that was a rare mistake. Your wife that I couldn't. Get, you couldn't. A rare mistake. First of all, I make lots of mistakes, but when it comes to picking out and picking up things that I like, yeah, I don't mess that up. Jen is the one. She'll be like, "Oh, I got Fruit Loops." I'm like, "Really? Well, you got the holiday colors. Nobody wants that. You know what I mean? Like she'll she'll mix it up and mm. literally like, uh, oh, I made potato salad. Oh, really? There's no celery. Yeah, I didn't have any celery. So it's not potato. It's salad. It's not potato salad. This <laughs> just a mess right now. I don't know. Like I'm particular, but that was that. Me messing up on what I buy for myself. That's rare. All messing right. up in every other area of life is okay, normal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Well, I, I love triscuits. I don't know why we're talking about triscuits. Well, Man. no. I just I I'm I just actually, ate a whole box uh, in the last two days. What is with I, you? I just love. I'm a carb guy, and how's, I like triscuits. I mean, how's your schedule? Oh man, I'm regular. Ah, how about to say? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're extra regular. Yeah, I'm a regulator. For a, a, for yeah. a box after I'm like within two days. With Billy the Kid and the regulators, man. I, listen, that was uh, you know, but the thing is, is it makes you regular, but all that salt dehydrates you, so it's like cement. But <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I was like, but you're not. You're, but you also don't drink a lot of water. I don't need to. I drink a lot of coffee and soda. Oh, there's like water that. in there. There is. There's enough. Obviously, enough it's water mostly water. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's primary not, it's ingredient. Not the same. Not the, as I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I'm drinking. Not thirsty. Mm. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, there'll be plenty of that tonight. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be. We were Jimmy and I were just talking about this uh, before we got on air. That uh, December is a busy, busy, mm-hmm. stressful month for even if you like the holidays, it's a stressful, yeah, busy month. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, you'd like, like my wife is an introvert. She doesn't want to go out to a lot of things. And so she's choosing which party she's yeah, yeah, going yeah. to, you know? So, and she went out and she hung out with the, some ladies from the small group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had a little get together. And, uh, but like the, the pressure is on. So I'm, I'm always happy when like, cause I, I guess what I'm trying to say is in all of the stress and busyness that I'm experiencing, none of it's really bad. It's just, there's just a lot right it's a yeah, lot yeah uh so when uh, i get to go to something like this like i actually really am excited i mean not if i went to your party not, not saying wow. i wasn't excited anybody if you're listening wow. i'm not saying i didn't like your party wow but when you go to the parties or when you go to the things mm-hmm. which are actually mm-hmm. like uh, yeah like the ones you want to go to yeah like this well, one. I'm, not, I'm not saying that i'm just saying like you know well and this one's pretty low-key yeah right that's the best part about it is it's pretty low-key except for the circle around joe time that's oh gonna, gosh yeah. mm-hmm. i gotta make that happen <laughs> i will leave <laughs> yeah no this december's been a bit and then yeah i was it's, gone it for seemed a few like a weeks lot. oh yeah that made it worse for your family I'm oh sure. yeah. yeah 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 your yeah. wife and i were complaining about it oh were you guys mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah we had some texting Oh, did you? And some phone calls, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mostly about other things, but then I would be like, hey, man, what's up with your husband being gone for two weeks? Yeah. It's too much. Nah, you know. It was too much. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it from other people, too. Other people? Yeah. 
who else did you hear from? Lawyers. Well, one lawyer. Oh, yeah. As I was saying, I don't think you talked to Tim. No. <laughs> no. No, I talked to Greg. Mm-hmm. Oh. We all decided. Oh, you all decided. You're not allowed to go I'm away not allowed for, to go two, for weeks. two weeks. No, unless you take your family. If you take your family, that's different. It almost was three. Goodness. Yeah. Goodness. It almost was three. So, listen. Um, it's Monday. Monday. We got another week of Advent. That's... Christmas is wrapping up. Or we're gonna be, Christmas is no, going to no. happen here soon. You know, Advent's done. Uh, not This drops this Monday. Yeah. Advent's not done. Christmas is coming up. This is the last week of this Sunday is the last. Uh, yeah, the last uh, Advent sermon. Christmas doesn't start till Christmas Day, and so you're doing the last one of Advent. Oh, it is the last Sunday yeah, of Advent. That last so Sunday now my of question Advent. is: is is the last Sunday of Advent end Advent? I guess I think it is. Is because yeah, I didn't think about that. But mm. okay, Christmas Advent's over. Advent Advent's is over. over. Christmas is coming. Christmas. But isn't that the whole thing of Advent? It's coming? Yeah. So it must still be part of it. I don't know. That's why. You know what? We're not really church calendar guys. No, no, no. So yeah, yeah. So what is it? Baby Jesus is not in the manger. He is not in the manger yet. (laughs) Hang on. Let me look it up. All right. Look this up. When is Advent over? Uh, December 24th. Ah, see, yes, okay, so it's still right. going. You were right. right. Hmm. Not because I knew anything, because <laughs> I wasn't thinking. <laughs> Hold I on, you, be... you were technically right, Yeah, which is the best kind of right. Yeah, because I didn't have any real reason to be right, but it turns out it, I was it right. It turned out that you were on right. On a technicality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I take that as a victory. Uh, why not? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. So uh, we thought we would do this, you know, uh, Christmas, the birth of Jesus. And we know a lot of people do this kind of thing. So topical. Yeah. But we, we thought it would be good just to encourage everybody um, as we're celebrating, teaching on, listening to meditations on the birth of Jesus to cover a few of the reasons why Jesus was actually born. Uh, and I don't think it's lost on our listeners that it's it's pretty common for people to sort of get caught up in the in the feels of a baby in a manger, in the feels of that particular mm. moment without mm-hmm. connecting mm-hmm. it to the 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 deeper reasons for that birth and what it was ultimately supposed to lead to and what it did ultimately lead to. So we've got uh, six reasons Jesus was born. Six reasons Mm. Christ came to us. And uh, we just want to walk through them and encourage everybody to uh, respond to them in a good and biblical way. Yeah. So when we talk about why was Jesus born, uh, why did he become man? Well, first, to save us, right? First Timothy 1.15 says this, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to what? To save sinners mm-hmm. of whom I am the foremost. So yeah. we come to this season. Yep. For all of us, should there, you know, for those that believe in Christ, we should be looking for, or you know, we're appreciating, we're looking back to what Jesus has done for us to save us, to redeem us, that in our state... Uh, in our depravity, we we're deserving of God's yeah. just wrath, and so even as we have this time, we have these parties, these festivities, and these celebrations. Uh, we should bear in mind that there are others that do not know Christ. Yeah, and so we want to be sharing that with them. That here, listen, it, you know, you're enjoying these this, this festivities, but you could really enjoy. Uh, uh, the joy of Jesus Christ Himself. I think that like seeing again, it, you it, you have to. You got to move beyond the sentimentality of Jesus yes. to the saving work of Jesus, because yeah. the, the whole like oh like you know little Lord Jesus mm-hmm. laying asleep, he doesn't cry, you know, because he's baby Jesus. Baby yeah. Jesus doesn't cry apparently. You know, read those those old songs or you hear, sing those songs, and it's 
you know, like whatever. I'm not trying to hate on them, but but you are. Go ahead, go ahead though. But yeah, I I love that. You, what you're saying is is we need to see that. Oh, this is the savior. Like yeah. when they when the when the shepherds laid their eyes on this kid, when the wise men finally showed up when he was a couple years old, they were looking at their savior. Like yeah. I need to be rescued by this person by our redeemer i mean yeah. look at mark 10 45 for even the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom mm. for many and so we could not save ourselves we could not redeem ourselves we cannot you know work ourselves into uh salvation but only jesus himself could could lay his life for us and redeem us it's like yeah i mean jesus was born to die like that was why he was born to die to to take our place like this is for some of you young kids think of harry potter the young man who was bred to be slaughtered wait what uh, not bred what he, what are you talking he was about? raised to be slaughtered don't you remember there was a memory do, uh, you, do you even care first about all, harry potter i read all the books okay so you do remember okay so i read all the books yeah, 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 i didn't listen yeah. to the books i read okay, the books yeah, good. then i listened to the books and i, I watched the movies, and then you and they, watch were, movies. they were just okay okay so i think it was a deathly hollows whatever it was and like Harry looks at... It's the boy who lived. The boy who lived. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. what are you talking about? The bread to slaughter? There's no bread to slaughter. But he was being led to slaughter. There's a line by Snape. Yeah, okay. Led to slaughter is a phrase that's used to all No, he was saying you have kept him alive so that he could die. Who? Dumbledore was keeping Harry alive. For what? So that he could die. So that Harry could die? Yeah. He kept him alive. I don't remember this. I, I think you're. I think you're confusing things. I'm not confusing mm. it. I'm not. If you're right, it'll it. be on a technicality. No, no, yeah, it's <laughs> good. You know what though? I'm pretty sure it is a technicality. Okay. I'm actually pretty positive. I don't have the line correct, but I remember Snape gives him like the memory thing, and yeah. he looks. You the got memory. this from the movie. The movie, yes. Yeah, yes okay, yes. so okay. It was the movie. I, I'm thinking books. I, movies don't count. Movies aren't canon. Movies don't. Uh, no, books are canon. Books are canon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with okay. you on that. All right. But now listen, now all all the nerds out there are gonna like come and, and correct one of us. So Well, it's gonna be me. Okay, no. Because I, I don't it, know it, enough it, about Harry. Not, I have not I, read I, all the books like you have. Okay, but I just because I read this, I remember anything. Listen, like when we get to Lord of the Rings, then we could have I'll I'll feel a lot more confident. Okay, well listen, um if we wanted to read, you know, second tier, you know, mid mid shelf kind what of is wrong like, with you ugh, banal literature. Mm, man. So as we come okay. and we're approaching this that what yeah. uh, this season yeah. we want to believe and we want to rejoice in our salvation because mm. our Savior has come. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, another reason Jesus came uh, to Earth. Another reason Jesus was born was to call us to repentance. Right. Mark two seventeen. And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, "Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous." but sinners and more clearly stated in Luke 5:32 I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. Yeah, yes, Jesus comes to bring us life. There's a there's a lot more that we could say in all of this, right? A lot of other reasons we could say or or you know parse out why Jesus was born. But uh yes, to give us life, to save us and all of that. Mm-hmm. But a part of this is he calls us to repentance. He doesn't just say, "Oh, here is something uh that uh, that I want you to experience, and it's going to be all awesome uh, for us to enter into that gift to 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 discover that gift. We are called to repent, right? That mm. is to to turn away from our self directed life and turn towards Jesus. To uh, to hate our corruption and our own sins, not just the things that are committed against us, but our own hearts and their wickedness. Turn away from that and to uh, embrace Christ. So faith and repentance, right? These things are coupled mm-hmm. together in the in the call. 
that Jesus issues. So um, as, as we're thinking about Christmas, you, you're, you can't properly respond to the birth of Christ if you aren't repenting. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not, re, we're not getting it. I'm not getting it if as I'm meditating on this and thinking about this and preaching this uh, or whatever, if I'm not led to confess my sins and repent, I am missing the point of why Christ was born. And I looked it up. I did win out on technicality here. Okay. Snape goes, you've kept him alive so that you can die, so that he could die at the proper moment. You've been raising him like a pig for slaughter. Dumbledore, don't tell me now that you've grown to care for the boy. Don't tell me. Don't tell me that now you have grown to care for the boy. Okay. So there you go. Technicality. Yeah, but again, that's Snape talking, and I don't even know if that would have been Dumbledore's. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying technicality. Okay. Technicality. Yeah. Technicality. Now, is that the book? Or is it the no, okay. no, no. But it could be the book. It could be in the book, too. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. tell you if it was. So, but number three, to help us in holiness, mm. Hebrews 2, 17 to 18 says this, therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. So we know looking at, at uh, that Jesus himself had uh, uh, withstood this temptation and he withstood it on our behalf. Though even though we struggle and we continue to struggle day in, day mm, out, yep. we look to him because he can help us as he promised he has. Well, I think this is one of the beautiful things about this, um, about, about our salvation is that, like you said, Jesus came to save us, right? Mm -hmm. God calls us to repentance. But we're never left alone. Like, no, it, we're not. Ex you know, it, it's like <laughs> it's not like he is like one and done, moved on. Right, right. Like, okay, let's say you hire somebody, um, and like you, you, for your business, you're going to hire somebody. Well, you're looking to hire somebody who's ready to do the work. Yeah. You hire somebody capable, competent, right? Yep. They can do what you're supposed to, what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And if and if there are things that they have to learn, then you have them trained. Mm -hmm. But then you 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 back off and let yep. them do their thing. They are expected to measure up to the task yeah. that they're, you're paying them for. Yep. But in salvation, that's not the case at all because like, we don't deserve salvation. Uh, we can't measure up. Christ measures up for us. And then even though there is a third use of the law, right, the rule of godly living, he doesn't say like, okay, well, um, I've cleansed you. I've forgiven you. I've justified you. So now get going. Like Jesus actually helps us. We have the Holy Spirit who is with us to fill us and to lead us and strengthen us. Uh, it's just grace upon grace. It's it's a real encouragement, I think, for me mm. because uh, and I I can't I, I wouldn't make it through a day. No, I just wouldn't make it through a day. No, and and, and it, what's encouraging is like you mentioned that we're just we're not alone in yeah. the midst of it all, right? It's yeah. not it's not just go figure this out. It's not just you know struggle through it and wade through the waters on your own, right? Yeah. So, um, number four. Number four. Why was Jesus born? To accomplish the Father's will, right? Uh, John 6, 38, I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And now Jesus, you know, says this quite a few times uh, throughout the Gospels where, you know, he's, he's, he's come to do the Father's will. Um, now, there, there's, a, there's a lot... I, there's a lot of ways in which we could unpack this, but I just want to unpack it in one particular way. Um, Jesus was doing the will of God to save us in a general sense, uh, but in a more specific sense, uh, we could say that he was 
fulfilling the law. This is another thing he says. Um, I've not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it, mm-hmm. right? And so in keeping the Father's will, one, one aspect of that is that he was perfectly obedient to the Father's will, both in its expression of law, uh, but also in uh, this plan to save. And, and this is our salvation, that Jesus obeyed the Father, that, that Jesus submitted himself perfectly to God's will in order to rescue us. So in his obedience to the will of God, he doesn't just die and then is raised, but he also kept the law that we have broken. So like for me, and I guess for all of us, right? Like this is, a, this is something that we talk a lot about, particularly in the Reformed tradition, that Jesus is the substitute. Mm-hmm. I broke God's law. Jimmy broke God's law, but Jesus kept God's law. And then that righteousness is what is given to us. So in the end, I think when, you're, when we're considering Christmas, when we're considering the birth of Jesus, uh, there really should be a sense of of action, you know, response, but also rest, hmm. right? We should be able to rest in in Christ's faithfulness because Christ's faithfulness, right? His obedience, his, his submission to the will of the Father, his faithfulness saves us from our unfaithfulness. So yes, we're called to believe, we're called to repent, uh, we're called to obey, and yet he helps us with all of that. But ultimately, our salvation is found in resting in his work. Mm, I love that. Why did Jesus come? Number five. Number five. To destroy the devil and his works. Hebrews 2.14 says, Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we, we can rejoice knowing that the enemy has been defeated. Right. That's right. And, and not uh, today, Satan. Not today. Not today, Satan. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, just um, uh, over over sin, over Satan, over death. Right. Like Jesus has has overcome and he has destroyed uh, the devil and his works. And so we we can rejoice in that, mm. knowing that and we will experience that fully. Yeah. Uh, in, in glory. I mean, I, I just think about the whole idea of enemies. You know, and most people have had enemies in their life. Mm. And maybe it's just social. Maybe it was back in school. Maybe it was high school or college. Maybe it was, maybe it's somebody at work. Like some, there are people that want to hurt you. There are people that want to come after you. And, um, but we, I mean, so we all know what enemies are. Mm-hmm. Then to know that, that Jesus has conquered our greatest yes. enemy. Yeah. You know, in, in Satan, but, and, and, you know, the world and even conquered sin, but, to know that this being, this sentient being that wants to destroy us has been beaten is uh, is pretty liberating. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You can breathe. What'd you say? I said you could breathe. You're yeah. like, oh, man, I have to hold my breath and just like wait. I was just, um, we got to do it. We got to do a podcast on exorcism. What? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, yeah, because... Uh, I because because here's the thing, um, my reading and understanding of it is much simpler, I think, and biblical than what is commonly put out there. And it's not that it's my understanding; mm-hmm, it's the mm-hmm. it's the it's the perspective that I adopt. But um, yeah, yeah, it's sort of like this. You know how Revelation is is uh, is sort of a tangled mess in yeah. some perspectives, and then when you look at the perspective that we've adopted, it's much cleaner yep. and simpler. Yep. Yeah, it's like that. Mm. All right. I was just thinking about devil being beaten and actually. All right. 
Last thing that we're going to mention. Here. Last thing, number six. All right. Uh, why was Jesus born? Or as he said it, uh, why did he come from heaven? Uh, in a sense, he came to divide. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew 10, 34, Do not think that I have come to bring, uh, to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Now, this is weird, right? Because mm. we, we sing peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Uh, you know, in Christ, we have peace with God. And so how is Jesus saying, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword. Um, and I think the best way to, to summarize it is to say, uh, many of the people of Jesus' day were expecting a, an earthly kingdom, right? That the Messiah would show yeah. up and establish peace on yep. the earth. And it on the Davidic be, throne. Yeah, that's right. You know, with the Republicans in charge and other, <laughs> or whatever it is. I don't know. So <laughs> with Fauci in prison. <laughs> Fauci in prison and DeSantis on the... Okay. Um, I think that, uh, you know, th there was a lot of expectation for that. And Jesus talks about this a number of times, right? Like, oh, you think you know, you don't know, and that's why you're condemned, right? Because you, you've assumed that you have this all figured out. So I think that, that he's, he's saying, listen, I didn't come to establish a, a peaceful kingdom here on earth right now. Um, he, we know he came to establish peace. Mm -hmm. He preaches peace. He calls us to he promises peace. So we know that peace is a big part of the kingdom, but it's kingdom peace that we experience in our relationship with God and because of that with each other. And we're supposed to value peace and seek peace with all people as far as it depends upon us. But Jesus did not come to establish an earthly kingdom. Uh, he came to preach this gospel message to accomplish this saving work that necessarily divides. Yeah, it divides. Yeah. You know, uh, fathers and mothers from their children. Uh, when when you are led by this gracious invitation, when you are moved by the Spirit to say, "Jesus is Lord," you are putting Him before everything else, and that choice. Uh, will create division. So some families will disown you. You will have to separate from s some relationships because of their uh, sinfulness or toxicity or whatever. So I, I would consider this, this Christmas. Uh, yes, peace with God is given through Christ, but it comes with a cost. Hmm. And it's not that you have to pay for it, but it's that like, no, receiving salvation, uh, you know, laying hold of Christ by faith, will cost you and it can cost you peace in this world though you do have peace in the kingdom mm. so yes jesus came to establish peace he's called the prince of peace okay so we, we know that he mm -hmm. is all about peace but not worldly peace we won't experience true worldly peace or shalom until christ returns and establishes his kingdom mm. so christmas man let's make the most of it right oh, yeah. it's a uh, yeah, you know, Advent is over or it's almost over or whatever it is, but Christmas is almost here. And we just want you guys to marvel at and worship Jesus. I want to do that. And it's, you know, it's, just, it's easy for us to get caught up in uh, debates about uh, Harry Potter or uh, Lord of the Rings mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Um, but to marvel at and worship Jesus means you got to know why he came. Yeah. Theology. And you got to know how to respond. Right? What does repentance and faith and joy look like? Well, um, spend some time meditating on these passages. Talk about it with your family and friends. And uh, we hope that, that this Christmas, that this week and this Christmas uh, turns out to be a real blessing to you as you draw close to the Savior. 
Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrFoshit.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, JoeFoshStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh part every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all-access exclusive content. You got Banter of Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DrFoshit.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later. Thank you.